You are listening to the Advisor Solutions Podcast, Episode 46. Welcome to the Advisor Solutions Podcast. I'm your host, Dan Finley, President of Advisor Solutions. Do you like to network? Do you go to networking events? Well, maybe you do. But do you have a step-by-step process on how to network once you get there? Most likely, you don't. If so, know this. You are not alone. Most financial advisors, insurance agents, wholesalers, branch managers, and even agency managers don't have a well-thought-out process for networking. And they don't even know it. And the reason they don't know it is because they make the mistake of thinking that networking is about going to networking events and socializing. Instead, it's about knowing what to do before, during, and after the networking event to attract your target market to wanting your help. You see, socializing is about meeting new people, making small talk, and basically winging it. But networking, networking is about knowing what to do to make a what I call an effortless connection and help them to understand that they have challenges and that you have solutions. So what do you do? Well, you really have two choices. You can keep doing what you're doing and you're going to keep getting what you're getting. Or you could learn what I call networking your way to success. And that's what we're going to talk about today, how to network your way to success. So If you're ready to learn how to go from just socializing to truly networking, then stick around. So why this topic? Why would you want to learn how to have a process for networking? Because if you're going to a networking event or thinking about going to a networking event and plan to not have a plan, you're wasting your time. And the reason I believe that you're wasting your time is because you're winging it. And if you've been listening to these podcasts, you know that I say this often, winging it doesn't work. And that's why I wanted to do this podcast today, because I want you to understand that your networking success begins and ends with you having a well-thought-out process for what to do before, during, and after the networking event. So what we're going to do today is cover three things in this podcast. First, the importance of mastering the networking process so that you understand what networking can do for you. Second, the challenges of networking so that you understand what holds most advisors and agents back from having success when they start networking. And third, the solutions for an effective networking system so that you understand a step-by-step process on what to do before, during, and after a networking event so that you can have success. Now, before we jump into these three things that you're going to learn in this podcast, I need to ask you a few questions. What would your business and your life be like if you knew exactly what to do to make better connections or effortless connections while you network? Would you feel energized? Would you feel empowered? Would you like your business more? And would you apply what you learned? If the answer is yes, then let's begin. The importance 
of mastering the networking process. So how do successful financial advisors network successfully? Well, most successful financial advisors and insurance agents would agree that the answer lies in understanding the process, which is one part art and one part science. However, before we get into the specifics of networking, you have to ask yourself this question. Is networking right for you? Many financial advisors have built very successful businesses around networking as their only source of prospecting. Well, other financial advisors are deathly afraid of networking, and they've found that networking is just not effective for them. The answer to this question, the old question of, is networking right for you, is simple. Yes, it's right for you. It's right if you design an effective networking system. So why is designing an effective networking system so important? You see, out of the five forms of prospecting, cold calling, cold walking, referrals, networking, and seminars, networking offers the quickest and most effective way to gain trust before the suspect becomes a prospect. You see, when the networking process is done properly, you uncover the prospect's needs and challenges in a casual environment, and you introduce solutions or the possibility for solutions at a later date. In other words, you're, you're building a foundation for the advisor-client connection, and it's built on trust. Some advisors may feel that networking is about exchanging business cards, and while that's partially true because of the mechanics of networking, it's really about establishing that personal connection between two people because you start to trust each other because you get to know each other in a casual setting. And when you're networking in this way, when you have a process for networking, it, it helps you to make that connection quickly because you're ready. You know what you're going to say. You know how you're going to say it. You know what questions to ask. You know what to listen for. And what happens is, is that you start to present solutions to a challenge that they may have not realized that they had until they met you. And with so much importance placed on building an effective networking process, if you are networking, why is it so difficult for people to master? Well, that is what we're going to talk about next. The challenges of networking. Well, there's four major challenges with networking, and I've gone through every single one of these, several times actually, and I'm sure you have too if you've ever gone to a networking event. You see, picture this. You go to a networking event, you see people that you know, and you get introduced to people you don't know, and the next thing you know, it's over, and you leave, and you come back the next week or the next month, and you do it again, and nothing happens. See, there's common challenges when it comes to networking, more challenges than you might think. But let's take a look at the four most common challenges so that you understand what you can do next time they come up. Challenge number one, not knowing where to network. <laughs> That's a huge challenge. Most financial advisors and insurance agents want to be effective when they're networking, when they're doing the networking activities, but they just don't know where to even begin. And as a result, they don't do it. 
where they don't want to do it because they don't know where they should network. Networking anywhere and everywhere will actually attract the wrong types of people to become clients. You don't want to do that. You don't want to wake up five years from now or 10 years from now or 15 or 20 and so on and realize that you have a client base that are the wrong types of people to work with. Challenge number two, not knowing how to network. And this is a huge challenge. Fear of rejection or embarrassment or seeming needy when you're, when you're at a networking event have stopped a lot of financial advisors and insurance agents from even going to the event. And so more importantly than that is the possible outcome that these types of advisors or, or agents perceive that will happen at these networking events, which is, I'm going to go there, I'll make a little small talk, I'll seem needy like I'm trying to get a client, and the next thing you know, it, it won't be fun. In fact, just the opposite. It'll be uncomfortable. Challenge number three, not knowing the follow-up process to networking. Now, this happens a lot. <laughs> Have you ever gone to a networking event, got a few cards, and then put them in, in your desk drawer? Well, I know I have years ago, and then I realized, well, that was a waste of time. You see, once you begin to prospect by networking, it's important to have a systematic way to follow up with the prospect that you met. And, and a lot of advisors who give up on networking do so because they get these cards, these business cards, they get a little information about the prospect or they forget the information, and they don't take the next step. And then the lead dries up. And maybe they make that follow-up call, but the odds are they, they don't even do that. Challenge number four, not knowing the five keys to networking. Let me go over these five keys to networking. And chances are, if you don't know one of these or all of these, you ran into this challenge and you didn't even know it. Number one, understanding your target market's needs. See, if you don't know what your target market needs you're probably not going to ask the right question to, or questions to uncover their needs to find the need and fill it. Number two, understanding the questions to ask. You see, if you don't know the right questions to ask to uncover their needs, you're not going to ask those questions and you're not going to show any value. Number three, understanding what answers to listen for. That's very important because depending on their answers to your questions, they may need your help or, or they may not. Number four, connecting others to your prospect. And that's a big one that most people just don't know anything about. And number five, having a powerful elevator speech. I did a whole podcast on that. See, the most important thing to remember when networking is to ask yourself, how can I help the prospect? even if it means no immediate business. So now that you understand some of the challenges with networking, you need to understand the solutions. And that is what we're going to talk about next. The solutions for an effective networking system. So I said that we're going to cover three things in this podcast. First, the importance of mastering the networking process so that you understand what networking can do for you. Second, the challenges of networking. 
so that you understand what holds most advisors and agents back from having success when networking. Now what we're going to do is we're going to talk about the solutions for an effective networking system so that you understand a step-by-step process on what to do before, during, and after your networking. And to do that, we really need to look at networking as having three steps, before, during, and after the networking event. That way, we know what to do in each step along the way. Think of it this way. Most advisors and agents don't give those three steps any thought at all. They just don't. Instead, they just go to the same networking event each week or each month and talk to the same people each time. And then they don't really do any business at all. Instead, it's just a way to socialize. (laughs) Or some people use it as a way to avoid working. (laughs) Whatever the case may be, you don't want to be one of those people. Instead, you want to be someone who has a, a strategy for success. So let's jump into these three strategies for taking your networking process to the next level. Strategies for networking with your target market. So this is the first step, having a strategy to network with your target market. And there's several sub-steps here. The first one is to identify your target market to begin with. The next is to identify what organizations your target market belongs to. And then, we want to have a genuine interest in that organization, otherwise you won't go. And after that, you want to become an active member in the organization. And finally, you want to become genuinely interested in the members of the organization. Let's jump into each one of these in detail. So the first one, identify your target market. (laughs) Think of it in terms of your future A-book, your best clients. One strategy is to identify who are your A-clients right now, and out of the different characteristics or demographics of your A-clients, what do you like best? Do you like working with business owners, executives, dentists, doctors? Who do you like to work with? That is your target market. Next. We identify what organizations your target market belongs to. You see, most of your target market prospects will belong to the same types of organizations that your A clients do. So, here's an example. If you love to work with business owners, well, chances are your business owner clients are in the Chamber of Commerce. And your new clients will be right there too, your target market. Let's go to the next step. The next step is having a genuine interest in the organization. Excluding networking organizations or belonging to an organization that just networks for new business is really not a strong reason to be in an organization. See, members might see your intention and it might have a negative effect on the process. You need to want to become a member because that organization actually offers something that, besides new business, that you think is important. So you want to have a genuine interest in that organization. The next step is to become an active member of the organization. And if you want to genuinely be in that organization and you want to genuinely be noticed by your target market, you need to step out of the crowd and take an active role. 
and then finally, become genuinely interested in the members. Being an active member will help, but it won't be enough to ensure that you get new business. Taking the next step is really actively meeting and getting to know the other members, and that creates relationships, and it establishes trust. And it reminds me of a a client I had years ago. This guy, (laughs) when he was a rookie, he joined the Chamber of Commerce. And in his first year when he joined, he got pretty active. In the second year, he asked if he could lead it. And he became well-known because he was the one organizing and standing up in front of the, the entire membership and running the meetings. And in the third year, when I started coaching him, We had a strategy, a strategy for contacting the members, a strategy for what to say, how to say it, and how to set appointments and put people into and through the pipeline. And his business took off. And the reason was is because he was genuinely interested in that networking event that he went to, the Chamber of Commerce meetings. And he was an active member, and he was front and center. And as a result, by the time he started to follow up with these members, instead of just socializing, he was actually networking. And he was setting appointments, and he was growing his business, because he had a good strategy. So the second part in this three-part strategy is knowing the networking process. Think of it as a structured dialogue. Let's jump into each one of these sub-steps. Once you've identified your target market, joining the group is important, as we said. And then you have to go. And the second thing is knowing the questions to ask when you get there. And the third thing is knowing what answers to listen for. And the fourth thing is getting the business card commitment. I'll explain that in a second. And the fifth thing is to put the prospect in your follow-up process, which springboards us into the next strategy or step. So let's jump into the first one. Once you identify your target market, you join that group, as we said before, and you start to go. And if you think about it, you, you can't hit a target that you don't see. So once you identify your target market, you got to get involved, get to where they are. And then when you get there, you have to know what questions to ask. So think of it this way. The best questions that you can ask are really designed around what's called spin selling. I did a whole podcast on this. Episode 17, How to Master Questions-Based Selling. And in that podcast, I talked about memorizing what I call the spin selling precursors. But let me recap what spin selling is. Spin selling is is really an acronym for different types of questions that you ask. Situational, problem, implication, and needs payoff. You see, when we know what types of questions to ask our target market, whether they're a business owner, dentist, doctor, whoever they are, we know the right types of questions to ask, we can uncover their problems and help them to understand that we have solutions. And that brings us to the next thing, knowing what answers to listen for. Listening is half the battle. (laughs) The best answers you hear to the questions that you ask create possible solutions. In other words, when you ask the right questions and you hear the answers because you're listening, you can present the right solutions and you lead them right down the path to wanting your help. Because they've got a challenge, and you've seen it before. You've got the solution. 
So an example might be if you ask the right questions and you hear from them that, well, yeah, my business partner and I have been working together for the last 25 years. You just heard that they have a business partner. And if you've been in this business long enough, you know that it, they might need a buy-sell agreement or a key person policy because you heard the right thing. They have a business partner. And the next thing is the business card commitment. See, the business card commitment is designed to move forward the sales process by asking the prospect for a business card and by saying that you'll be happy to send them some information on what you've talked about because it works for your other clients. Hey, do you have a business card? I'll send it out to you. And then the next thing, putting the prospect into your network follow-up process. We're going to talk about that in a second. But if you know what to do when you get there, you know the right types of questions to ask, you know what to listen for, you know what to say to do that segue into to, or to transition that conversation into a business card commitment and you write down some notes, you're ready for that next strategy is of what to do when you follow up. And that is what we're going to talk about next. So the final step is really knowing the follow-up process. Most people don't have this down. The follow-up process is really this. You input the prospect's information into your contact management system right away. You've got to get it in there. And then you either mail something or email something to them. You email or mail the networking follow-up letter with that product or service that you talked about with a little note and just say, hey, I, I wanted to make sure I got this out to you right away. Have a great day. And then the next step, make a follow-up call. You don't make just any follow-up call. You have a structure to this. It's called framing the conversation. It's intro, reason, three benefits, and close. Intro, where you're explaining who you are and where you're from, where you met that person, the reason why you're following up with a call, hey, I'd love to get together with you, and here's why. We talked about a buy-sell agreement and how that would help you and your partner if anything happened to either one of you. And you jump into three benefits. And that way... Benefit one, benefit two, benefit three, and then you jump into the close. Do you have any time at Tuesday at three or Wednesday at four? Which one's better for you? And then the final step, we wait for the objection. Setting an appointment is important, but let's be honest, most of the time we're going to get an objection. So we have to be ready for the, well, I'm busy. Why don't I read it first? I never got it yet. Can you send it again or anything else? that you think they're going to say, such as, well, I'm not really interested. I did a whole podcast on this, episode 16, how to handle objections. It'll give you everything you need to know on how to handle objections. So make sure you go back and listen to that one. You see, it's important to remember to set that appointment right away. In fact, I would follow up right away with that information the next day and a couple of days later to make that follow-up call. But if they still don't want to meet with you, all you have to do is keep them on a networking trip campaign where you're sending them something every month and you're following up with a phone call at least every quarter. Or you're seeing them at the networking event and just saying hello and keeping it light, but you've got a structure for the conversation. Mapping out the networking process. Now, 
to recap everything that we talked about, it's, it's great to have a process to ask yourself the right questions and to fully get the full effect of this entire process. Let's talk about the most important questions to ask before, during, and after a networking event. And here's what they are. <laughs> before the networking event, you've got to ask yourself these types of questions. Who is my target market? What organizations do they belong to? And do I genuinely have interest in belonging to those organizations? If you can answer those questions, you're on the right path. You've taken the first step. Let's go to the, the next step, knowing the networking process. Questions might be, do you understand your networking process? Do you know what questions to ask your target market at any given time? Do you know what answers to listen for? Do you have a powerful elevator speech? And if not, go listen to the podcast that I did on creating a great elevator speech. Another question might be, do you know how to conversationally position the solutions? So it's not so obvious. <laughs> and finally, do you know how to ask for the business card commitment? And the final step, knowing the follow-up process. Do you have a follow-up process for networking? Do you have it all mapped out? Do you know the follow-up networking script? Do you know exactly what you're going to say when you frame the conversation? Intro, reason, three benefits, and close. And do you know how to handle the objections? Like, we'll send the information again. I didn't get a chance to read it. Why don't you call me next month? And so on. Another one would be, do you have a tracking system? So you know how many people you've met and where they are at every stage of the networking process. And now that you've heard all the tips, tools, techniques, strategies, and solutions for making effortless connections, all you need to do is just go apply them. And once you do that, you'll be networking your way to success. Now, before we go, I'm going to tell you one last story. It's a story about a newer advisor five years in the business, who just recently flew to a dentist's conference to be surrounded by his target market. You see, this advisor wanted to tap into dentists as a new target market. He heard about a dentist's conference, a national conference, and he wanted to go. So he booked a flight. And he wanted some strategies for networking when he got there. In fact, he didn't have any strategies at all. He had never really networked before. So we mapped out what to do before, during, and after the networking event. And he worked on what to say. And we mapped out what to say, what questions to ask, what to listen for, and how to have a great elevator speech. We worked on the whole thing and we practiced it. And he went. And after the conference, he told me that he got 30 business cards from dentists. Because he had 30 conversations, he uncovered challenges, he presented solutions, got the business card commitment, and he was ready for the follow-up calls. And then he started making the calls. You see, he didn't go there and just socialize. He went there to network, and I'm absolutely confident that he will get new clients out of that event. And I know that for a fact because he's already putting people into the pipeline and setting appointments. And that is what you do to network your way to success. Mm -hmm. 
Well, thank you for listening to this Advisor Solutions podcast. If you liked what you heard, please be sure to subscribe so you can listen each week. Also, check us out on the web at advisorsolutionsinc.com. And finally, if you like what you heard and you want to know more about the Advisor Solutions Group Coaching Program or the Advisor Solutions Individual Coaching Programs, please email me at dan at advisorsolutionsinc.com. I would be happy to set up a free coaching session if that's what you'd like. Again, that's dan at advisorsolutionsinc.com. Please join us next week as we help advisors and agents build a better business, one solution at a time.